The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Trust the process? Do you respect the process? Welcome back to another outstanding, fantastic and hopefully not as absurd episode of processing the process i am one of two hosts brian finch and with me as always is the a little out there ryan hope bailey ryan ryan's had a rough couple of days here yeah um i'm just unwinding yeah today um i've been but on the road right for those that have watched ice road truckers that's me <laughs> I was I was an ice road trucker, um, so yeah, I'm just relaxing and uh, and enjoying my time tonight and ready to record a podcast. Cool. Yeah, Ryan, uh, as you know from last episode, was in Buffalo visiting, but uh, unfortunately, the timing of the ending of the visit was perfect with the uh, massive storm that just hit the Midwest. With the snow apocalypse, yes. Yes, yeah, snow apocalypse. So he, he has safely made it back to Texas. He yep. is hunkered down. You know what? You're like you're perfectly groomed for this, though. You you should write a like a pamphlet for like the rest of Texas to follow, like how to survive winter. I could. Yeah. I probably. Could. I'm not smart enough for that, though. Well, that's why I said a pamphlet and not a book. You know, yeah. Just a couple I mean... of pages. Yeah, dude, it's it's really crazy out here. It's kind of sad. Like people are like, I don't know. It's it's, it's, it's tough out here in the south right now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They got their their butts handed to them with some cold weather. And uh, no, honestly, I feel bad for all our friends, especially our good friend Andrew Lenz from Two Point Conversation. Yeah, no, it sucks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that that no one should have to deal with this stuff. And uh, prayers out they to you guys. They will get through it. Yeah. It's Texas. Yeah, they will. Uh, so for today's slate, we're back into doing our off-season breakdowns. We are up to Team 9 and Team 10 in the draft. Is that correct, Ryan? Yes. I believe that is Denver and Dallas, the two big Ds. <laughs> two big Ds. All right. There's only one big D, and it's Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yep. What's with their call? See a text. Texas out. He doesn't want to take the D jokes. Yeah, so like we will start at nine, like we always do. But before we get to Denver, a few things have happened. Uh, first is some pro days are starting to kick off, and Trevor Lawrence had his pro day. And uh, I know everyone's going to be shocked to hear this. It went well. Dude was dealing. Dude was dealing. Uh, a 60 yard completely all the <laughs> yes. way through air dime dime, dime. <laughs> and there's still people like that comment on that on twitter facebook instagram whatever that see that couple like in the nfl dude he would have got dropped by then shut up let the dude throw it's a pro day what do you want what do you want to do? have edge rushers screaming off drilling it what do you want him to do it's a pro day yeah come on i mean 
we, we know that um, even in a perfect climate, uh, things can go wrong. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater knows that better than anybody. Oh, where he just Teddy. he tried going through his pro day without his gloves, and it went <laughs> bad. Teddy, two gloves, come on. If, yeah. it if it ain't broke, don't fix it, Teddy. Right. So uh, so that happened, and uh, that's cool and all, but uh, I guess there's some weird revelations going on, and one team maybe has a, a switch up at quarterback one for the draft? Yes. According to Matt Miller, yeah. um, NFL Draft Scout on Twitter, great follow. Um, much respect for Matt Miller. Love, love that dude. You're a Matt Miller fan as well, right? I am. Yes. Dude always has the insight. And I guess in his latest, um, every every offseason he does um, a scouting notebook with, you know, big board adjustments, um, uh, uh, positional rankings, and then he'll end it with some rumors. Well, some are rumors, some are facts. This one he claims is a fact that there is a team in the NFL that has Zach Wilson at QB1 um, instead of Trevor Lawrence. And their reasoning behind that is they see a lot of flashes and glimpses of Pat Mahomes of Texas Tech. So they have Zach Wilson at QB1. Hmm. Flashes of Patrick Mahomes. Flashes of Patrick Mahomes when he was playing in college? or Yes, do you think yes no. I, I, I believe the actual scout said flashes of Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech. Okay. Uh, Ryan will remember this. Oh, here we go. I, I have the actual um, quote from the um, – this is this team's college scouting director. Would you like me to read it? Yes. And I quote, what he does as a thrower and as a runner is exactly where we are as a league right now. He throws some of those 50-50 balls with his shoulders square to the defense after running around in the pocket, and I'm seeing Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech all over again. Hmm. Zach Wilson – over the uh, prolific, um, polarizing Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do it. Even if I thought That's that bold. I was right. Even if I really, 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 really thought I was right, that this guy, you know, has elevated to a point where now you're talking that he can play like one of the best quarterbacks to probably ever do it, you know. Still early on in Patrick Mahomes' career, but that's what we're talking about, right? I can't do that. Trevor Lawrence earned this. He earned this. He, he has think. been a stud like, every year. <laughs> this is like, I don't know if this sound. This doesn't sound right to say. Is this like Ryan Leaf, Peyton Manning esque almost? <laughs> like, like not to that extreme, I guess. Of Zach Wilson's guaranteed bust, and Trevor Lawrence is the next Peyton Manning. But like, there were teams that said Ryan Leaf was like better. Brian Lee's rookie year, he was way better than Yes, like there were teams that were Ryan Leaf over. So, like, I mean, or there are – who was it? Cam Newton and – was it Jake Locker? Yeah. Was it something like that? Who was it? Like, but anyways, um, this this is like a career-changing thing for like – it could like for the scout. Granted, he's not going to get the chance to draft Zach Wilson over Trevor Lawrence unless this is a Jag scout and we're due for the biggest surprise of – NFL draft history, maybe. Yeah. Would, would that be the biggest surprise in NFL draft history if Zach Wilson went over Trevor Lawrence? I think it could be viewed as it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's it. It would be up there. But fear not, Jags fans. Trevor Lawrence will be your quarterback come September. I guarantee it. Come April, 
Yeah, Sun Sunshine will be in uh the the teal and black. I don't What's the next colors for yeah. Jags, man. Not great. Do you Not like do, do they still do the half gold helmets? Yeah. Those are yeah. terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like them. Not a fan. All right. Uh I don't think I have any other news we need to cover, but break um no breaking news. There's obviously other news, but we're going to let you go find that stuff on your own. Instead, we will get back into the off-season breakdown, like I said, and we will get back to doing a team that is quarterback-less. Maybe. Maybe. Could be, potentially. Yeah. So the Denver Broncos are, first off, in great cap situation. As you stand right now with them, um, sounding like they're going to decline Von Miller's team option of, let's see, he was due to make $22 million and change. So with declining his option, they are looking at $165,727,122. And the NFL did come out today and say that the cap will be no lower than one eighty. So at least everyone's got a good floor to work off of. So with that being said, they're dealing with roughly $15 million. And that's pretty good. It's a pretty good situation. Not too bad. Yeah. Uh, the real situation is uh, I don't think they got a good defense anymore. They that might de- not. That defense is now bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you said, Von Miller, more than likely out of the picture. Brad Chubb looks good. Brad Chubb's great. Yeah. Justin Simmons is good. Um. Other than that, man, I it's tough. It's because mm-hmm. t- you know, Denver, you know, from like a fantasy football perspective, a few years ago is like Denver number one, Chicago number two. Like, you know what I mean? Um, definitely uh falling apart slowly. Yep. But we're here to fix that. We are. We are. So let's see here. Uh biggest cap hits. Juwan James is the biggest cap hit in an even 13 mil. Jarrell Casey, uh, a little under 12. Graham Glasgow, a little under 12. Melvin Gordon, a little under 9. Bryce Callahan, cornerback, a little under 9. And then it drops way off. And then it's Garrett Bowles at 5. And it gets better and better as we go on. Cortland Sutton's only making $2 million. What a steal as long as he gets on the field. Steal. Yeah. Okay. So, good cap situation. Um, roster breakdown. Not a whole lot they have to do on offense, right? Outside of that one, so, no. that one position, right? Quarterback. What do they? Quarterback. Yep. What do they do? Drew Locke has shown nothing to yeah. say that he is the next guy. Not to say he's trash. There's there's far worse quarterbacks you could have on your team, but. But with the amount of talent he has to work with, it's not enough. A little in and out. You know what I mean? No, it didn't seem like all the pieces were healthy at the same time. You know, to start right. the year, no fans banged up, and then Sutton he comes out. back. K.J. Hamler is banged up, and then he comes back. Jerry Judy was dealing with a foot injury, like, all year. He was playing, but I think all year he was hampered. They, they lost Court and Sutton, like, the first week. Week two, yeah, week out, two. Out, for the, out for the year. Yeah. So um, I guess like the big bright spot for Bron- for the Broncos is 
Garrett Bowles finally clicked. Yeah. Finally figured out, oh, I'm pretty good. Yeah. Like, this is why they drafted me in the first round. He's good. He's my good. boy, my boy, Graham Glasgow is, he's good as well. Dalton Risner. Fun. Dalton Risner. Yeah. So your boy, Lloyd Cushenberry, you're a big fan of Lloyd Cushenberry out mm-hmm. of LSU. Probably underachieving a little bit, but right. Hey, don't we all? <laughs> right. So let's look at free agency. How can we instantly impact the Denver Broncos? What what do we think is the biggest hole on defense then? Are we looking at cornerback? Probably corner, yeah. Okay. So unless you want Richard Sherman or Pat Pete, I don't see that happening. Now, they could pay Patrick Peterson, but that would kill the cap. They would be that just would. about gone. That would. Yeah. So you don't want to do that. Make a trade for Stefan Gilmore. There's been rumors of him getting ready to be moved. Yep. Were they the team that just cut A.J. Boye? Where was he playing? They did, yes. Yeah. They did. So they made they made their cornerback situation even worse. Yep. Couldn't pay him. No. They, I mean, I don't know what they're eyeing, what what they're thinking they have to pay. Um, but, hey. Luckily, no with where they're picking and what draft or and what prospects are coming out at corner this year, yeah. It seems to be a match made in heaven. It sure is. Yeah. I think that's a pretty decent way to segue here. Let's talk draft pick. So picking ninth, who are your top targets then at nine, Brian? It's got to be Sertan and Caleb Farley. Yeah. And then maybe, I guess, if you don't want a corner, I I think it's it's defense regardless. So... Um, it's gotta be Farley, Sertan, and then I guess maybe a Quiddy Pay if that's if you want to put someone on the other side of Chubb. But, I mean, I, if if Von Miller's gone, I guess I guess Quiddy Pay is more of an option. But right now, I'd say Farley and Sertan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't can't disagree with that. Um, if not that, then they can take. The best linebacker, you know what I mean? Their linebackers aren't studs. I mean, Micah Parsons. I mean, I think it's a little too early for Jeremiah Wusu Karamoa right now. Mm-hmm. But I think I think Micah Parsons is going to be the name on the board there if they do want a linebacker. Yeah. And you got Micah Parsons was a top five pick coming into the college football year. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Not sure if they need to address any offensive line. I mean, it, they there would be a great pick. They could do a right tackle. Yeah. They could. But like I said, I mean, Garrett Pol- Garrett Bowles like made this pick a lot tougher. I mean, if Garrett Bowles had like another down season like he's been having, then they're probably talking about you know, Rashawn Slater, Samuel Cosme, Christian Darrisaw. Mm-hmm. They move up for a uh, Sewell. You know, you know what I mean. I mean, but but Bowles really like. He stepped up and he had a really good season. He really did. Yeah. Oh. Pro but you never know. Like, Elway stepped down as like, what did he step down? At? Is he still the GM or what? What did he do? Um, he's like more of a overseer role. I don't think he's as hands on anymore. Maybe he'll be like, nah, draft Trey Lance. Dude's got a big arm. Yeah, I, I always feel like it's like John. I always feel like give me the biggest arm you got. Like, 
I'm surprised they didn't go after Matt Stafford and he's gone. I was like, oh, maybe once. Nope. Okay, let's go with Trey Lance. Big arm. Prolific. Big arm. Yeah. Yeah. But no, um, I'm 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 definitely leaning the top two corners for the Broncos. Yeah. Uh Pro Football Network is listing Justin Simmons as a free agent. They'll resign him. They will? Are you predicting? Yeah, he 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 is far too talented to let him walk. Probably right. You are probably right. So let's get creative. Brian, how can they go get one of those quarterbacks that they want? Uh, Trey Lance could fall to them. They're picking at nine. Yeah. Me me and you are going to do a tier ranking um, after this breakdown, and And he is not worth that for me. No, you don't think so? I'm so – I'm I'm not completely – off the Trey Lance bandwagon yet. Um, but no, I mean, like, even so, for like, I guess a little background, we do use the, the draft network for team needs and, and stuff like that. So I pull up the draft network mock draft machine to pull up all the needs and available players of that area. And in this, like, I guess, quote unquote mock, Justin Fields went at eight to the Panthers. I mean, I feel like they're going to have. I'm almost sold at this point that Zach Wilson's going to go to, to the Jets. So if Justin Fields is who they covet, I think they can move up and get them. You know, you got to look at um, the Dolphins could be a team to move back. Yes. The um, the Eagles could, and then the Lions if they want to jump the Panthers, who are another they they need a quarterback. They've been actively shopping Teddy Bridgewater, and everybody knows it. I feel like every day there's a tweet that comes out that reports like, oh. Panthers are – they tried to get Stafford, and they offered uh, Teddy Bridgewater in some first. They tried to get Wentz. They offered Teddy Br- – I mean, I guess, like, the Broncos could move up, and I guess those teams would be Lions. I'm looking at Lions. Could the Bengals move out? Probably. They could use and, it. And then I think the, the Dolphins are, like, the big team. You could see almost like a – Maybe like a Jets when they took Sam Darnold, like trade like a few second round picks to move up with the Colts and like flip spots, something like that. They would have a crazy amount of draft picks. Yeah, that would be no, really. I mean, smart. like if if this is the draft they want a quarterback, this is the draft to do it. The top five is stacked. We think, you know, with Lawrence Wilson, Fields, varying degrees Lance, Mac of Jones. upside. Yeah. Yeah, they all have varying degrees of upside. Right. Trey Lance is the scariest to me. But he also could have the highest upside behind Lawrence. You never, you know what I mean? Like, yes. that's just the polarizing thing about him. Yes, absolutely. Trey right. Lance is very much the Josh Allen of this draft, very yeah. much so. Yeah. Or I guess I guess the even better comp would be Mitch Trubisky, no? I get, not, not, not in terms of play style, but in terms of um, co- college career. So – Mitch Trubisky, uh, Mitch Trubisky, um, Mitch Trubisky coming out of UNC has this crazy good year. One year as a starter, really not like anything Trey Lance had with no interceptions or anything like that, but super good year his first year as a starter. And the Bears shocked the world and trade one pick, but trade a haul to right. move up one pick if you get him. So I, I guess Trey Lance 
in terms of like college production and hype is would most relate with um, Trubisky. Okay. Uh, if they don't do, if they don't do that, I don't blame them. If they want to push this off for another year, I won't blame Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Yeah, you know what I mean. I wish they would have just traded for Stafford. Because I genuinely think they're a wild card team if they have Stafford. I really do. Yeah. But it's a tough division, you know. Chiefs, you know, they're they're playing for second place. The Broncos. The Chiefs are going to get first every year for the next fifteen years, probably. So. Yeah. You're not wrong. As our friend Kyle would say, you're not wrong. But I guess with that, like, with sorry, but I guess like with, with the Broncos, do you go more aggressive like that to try and match up with Mahomes and the Chiefs? Do you think, trade up for three and go and get Fields or Wilson, or do you just wait it out? They're so young that I think they should play it safe. Yeah. Yeah. If they were a few more years in, let's say Cortland Sutton was in year four or five, and, you know, Jerry Judy's in year three or whatever, and you're talking about, like, the real you know nucleus the of your team. Yeah, and you know exactly what you – are about to lose in a couple of years, or at least what you're going to have to decide about in the next couple of years with the fifth-year options coming up and all that, then, yeah, you probably make a more aggressive move to try and figure out a way of getting a more explosive player at quarterback because that's the biggest problem with Drew Locke. It's just – it's right. not that I don't think he's smart. I think he's going to prove that he's a pretty smart quarterback. He doesn't take too many risks. Um, he, he just – he lacks a lot of explosiveness. Just – he can't generate plays on his own. That's the one thing I know right now. Like, I don't see how he ever takes over a game because of it's Drew Locke. You know what I mean? I don't think he'll ever be, be that guy. You got to be innovative with your legs. You got to be able to move around. I mean, Drew Locke has some mobility, but not like that game-breaking that you see no. from a Kyler, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar. I mean, all these players that like a Zach Wilson could legitimately like possess that coming right out of college. Absolutely. So, good luck to the Broncos. No clear options, right? Like, there's good options, but no, like, well, they're definitely going to try and go quarterback. Right. I mean, like, Sertan and Farley, home run picks in terms of your needs, but your fans are going to be like, okay, I mean, we have a stud corner, but. Yeah. It's an offensive league. You know what I mean? I mean, how excited are you going to get? You know what I mean? You're not. You're not. All right, let's switch it up and go to pick 10, the Dallas Cowboys. And, wow, how, how else to start this team then? We got to talk about it. What so do promising they, coming in. So what do promising. they do with – Ryan, what do they do with Dak? <laughs> what? You have to sign Dak. Dak is a top five quarterback in this league. He's earned his money. I'm sick of seeing all the slander of Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is an elite quarterback. He is. Look at the numbers. He's elite. He started this year off, what is he averaging, like 500 yards a game? Yeah. The dude's a superstar. Yeah. Come on. I mean, I get it. Your best defensive player, his nickname's Tank. I get it. You're not doing much on defense, but come on. Dak Prescott is a stud. Horrific injury. Brutal injury in a contract year. I get it. It's terrible. No excuse. Dak Prescott has got to be the quarterback this year. He's got to be. He's the best option. You're not drafting anybody better than Dak right now at 10. You're not. So do they push it off another year and do do the franchise tag again? Do whatever you got to do to keep that man on your team. Okay. It probably wouldn't be a bad idea for both 
both parties to say, let's just do the franchise take again. Yes. Pl- players just, don't want that. They no. don't. Well, right, because look what happened what, to what Dak. If gets an, yes. What yeah. if he gets another injury? What if he gets another one like that? But you're guaranteeing, like, what was it, like $30 million? A but, lot. dude, I mean, the la- like, Dak has done so much. Like, Jerry Jones just throw that dude a bone and just sign him. Sign Jerry. Just sign him. Yeah. He's so good. Dak is so good. He's so underappreciated. But that's just, like, I feel like that's just, like, the stigma that comes from being a Cowboys quarterback. Tony Romo is great. Dude got hurt a lot, but all the jokes, oh, Tony Romo is this, Dallas Cowboys quarterback, dude's like whatever you want to call him. But, like, Dak is good. Like, Dak is really good. Yeah. I think I saw on, like, on uh, ESPN the, the other day, um, they asked someone, what quarterbacks would you want over Dak Prescott right now? And I believe they said Watson, Rodgers, Watson, Rodgers, Brady, and Mahomes, and that's it over Dak. And it's like – you can't really argue that. No. Well, I mean, can't. as Bills fans, you would throw I mean, Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah, of course. As Bills fans, you're like, oh, dude, you're an idiot. Josh Allen's the best player of all time. But no, <laughs> like, in all seriousness, Dak is like, he's really, he's good. He's great. Yeah. Like, Dak is great. And the value got him the road he had to go. Like, come on, dude. D- Dak has earned it. I am mm-hmm. one of the biggest Dak supporters out there. Yeah, you do. You do wear that uh, on your sleeve. When yeah. you go out in public, says right, yeah. says right there, Dak fan. And no, I don't live in Texas. For people wondering, suck my dick. <laughs> yeah. Eat a eat a Dak. Yeah, come on now, <laughs> D- Dak for Prez. <laughs> so cap situation. Let's go to the cap breakdown overall. And believe it or not, somehow, some way, they're right now only about a million dollars in change over the cap. So. Wow, impressive, considering what you're about to hear. Demarcus Lawrence, $25 million. Amari Cooper, $22 million. And then here comes the offensive line. Zach Martin, 17 mil. Tyrone Smith, 14 mil. Lyle Collins, 12 mil. Jalen Smith, 9 mil. There's a lot of money in the the offensive line, which is smart. Totally smart, but... You don't give yourself a lot of flexibility. Right. I mean, a lot of talent or a lot of money, but a ton of talent on that offensive line. Yeah. I mean, look at Tyron Smith, one of the best left tackles. Zach Martin, one of the best guards. Lyle Collins, undrafted due to off-the-field stuff, one of the better right tackles. I mean, there's a reason why Dallas has been one of the best offensive lines in football, but – a lot of those injuries, Tyron Smith gets hurt a lot. Yeah. Bill Collins got hurt. Zach Martin got hurt. These injuries are coming back to hurt him. Yeah, they do. That's why franchise take Dak, go and get it. One more year with a strong offensive line, healthy, draft all defense this year. I don't care what you draft all defense this draft. I don't care what you do. But this is a playoff team if everyone's healthy. Well, then, if they want to do that, uh, because Dak's not f- factored into that $181 million because he's not technically on the team right now. So you need to figure out a way of freeing up another, say, what, $7 million to sign your rookie class and another $30 million and change to sign Dak. So you're talking about $40 million. How do you figure out free up $40 million? They have a ton of questions, too. I mean, Alden Smith had a resurgence of his career. 
Randy Gregory, another he had a resurgence of his career. I mean, you have a lot of big, a lot of tough questions, but you gotta like I. <laughs> I sound like a broken record, but this has to start with Dak. Like, Dak has got to be your number one priority. Well, they kind of already made that decision, didn't they, in a way? Because Zeke is costing them 13, a little under $14 million, and Amari Cooper is costing them $22 million. They've, in a way, they've already kind of said how they want to build their team, and you're not right. leaving room for Dak when you do that. But at the same time, you got to think, why are you signing Zeke? You're signing Amari Cooper. You draft CeeDee Lamb in the first round. So what, you're just going to let Dak walk? And then who's going to give those talented playmakers the ball? Andy Dalton. No, we tried the Andy Dalton. I was on the Andy Dalton bandwagon, boy. You know it. <laughs> you know I was on the Andy Dalton bandwagon, but he did not pay off. Uh, Garrett Gilbert, uh, Ben DiNucci, that ain't it. Yeah. Man, that ain't it. Here's the worst part, Ryan. There's no clear and obvious, well, if you cut this guy, you're going to save a ton of money. No, every single guy – that's costing them actual money this year, cost them even more in dead cap. So you think $25 million is bad for DeMarcus Lawrence while he is a great player? Yeah. He'll cost you $44 million if you try and cut him or trade him. Uh, Amari Cooper costs you $22 million in actual money, but if you were to cut him or trade him, it's $28 million. And all the top contracts are like that. Zeke Elliott is $24.5 million if you were to cut and or trade him. I don't know what they're going to do. I, I was looking at this earlier today, and I just there's, – there's no rhyme or reason to how they wanted to build their team. How do you fix this? A lot of restructures. <laughs> I have no I mean, idea. you do have to ask for a lot of money back. But you do. If, if you're Amari Cooper, why would you do that? <laughs> you're right. It's like I didn't, I didn't beg for you to give me the money. You just gave it to me. Ezekiel Elliott, he, yeah, he held out, but... Has Amari Cooper earned it? I like Amari Cooper. I like to defend him, but being paid, I think that's top three in the league. 92 catches, 1,100 yards, five touchdowns this year. Five touchdowns sounds like it might be a little fluky. But Stephon Diggs only had seven. He did. So he's not that more far. yards, 30 more catches. Oh, yeah, a lot more catches. But look at the quarterback play. Quarterback play and look no, at the other I mean, mouths that get feed. With Dak, I mean, let, let me see here. When when Dak was healthy, Amari Cooper, 10 for 14, or um, sorry, 10 for 81, 6 for 100, 9 for 86, and 12 for 134. When Dak's there, Amari's, Amari's getting those targets. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, four targets, 10, 7, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 5, 3, 6, 9. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Tough. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I don't really care. I, I, I don't really like Dallas. So if, if they, yeah. if they end up completely botching this, like they looks like they did and Dak ends up walking. How about this? Dak to Denver. I'd like it. Yeah. Give them those weapons. Uh, I like that. Who else could Dak go to? Dak to... Um, Washington? Washington. I mean... 
Houston? I don't, I don't know. Miami? I have no idea. Nah. I have no idea. I mean, I think Washington and Denver are, like, the only, like, true spot. But, like, let's say some news comes out tomorrow. Ian Rapport, breaking news. Um, Dallas plans to not resign Dak. He'll be a free agent. What? Everybody but the Chiefs, Bills, Cardinals, Packers maybe are the ones calling. Chargers. Chargers probably. Every team in the NFL is going to call except for those teams. Yeah. Yeah. Saints. <gasps> I just think Ooh, that would be fun. That would be fun. That wouldn't be fair. But that would be fun. <laughs> well, we are big Dak supporters, so we are Team Dak over Team Dallas. And uh, let's, let's go with worst-case scenario. Uh, they don't sign Dak. Uh, they have bare minimum cap, uh, cap room, like they do. And now it's literally just draft. That's the only thing they can accomplish this offseason. They are picking 10th right behind the Denver Broncos. I'm going to make it twice as hard on you. Both the cornerbacks are gone. What do Dallas do? Caleb Farley. Oh, right away. Right away. Mac Jones in the second. Boom. Mac Jones is a pocket quarterback. I kind of like that. Behind that offensive line, all those weapons. You got got Amari, Zeke, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Kyle Pitts, uh, Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, Lel Collins. Ryan, you just How do you not that. succeed? How do you not succeed? <laughs> That's beautiful. Come on. You just crushed that. Think about it. Okay. Every Mac GM Jones... needs to be drinking vodka crayons on draft night, and that's how you fix it. Say Mac Jones goes yeah. to New England, and now it's down to Kyle Kyle Trask. Even better. You have Mac Jones with mobility. Come on. Right? Is that not a good comp? Is Kyle Trask not Mac Jones with some mobility? Think about it. Mac Jones has better ball placement. <laughs> okay, well, come on. Yeah. Let me live. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, let me try and think of another scenario that make you do a little mental uh, gymnastics here. All right. Uh, they keep Dak. Uh, they figured out some way of freeing up the $30 million. Uh, they still don't sign anyone in free agency. Both corners and, are gone. And both corners are gone. Michael Parsons. Okay. Pair him with Jalen Smith. I'm trying to get a different name out of you. Seems like we what keep you, talking about the same like six names. What do you want, Najee Harris? No, they got they got Zeke at 13 <laughs> million. Uh, do you want like a lineman? No, they got lineman. You want Quiddy Pay, don't you? I like the idea of getting Quiddy Pay or some another edge rusher. Quiddy Pay and Tank. How about uh Joseph Asai? Keep him in state. I think a Rousseau would be really fun in Dallas. Yeah. He, he, you know, tank, ju- tank, just a pure power guy. And then Rousseau add a little bendy and agility to that line. Like a, a, a leaner version of DeMarcus Lawrence. Right. Yeah. Like Lawrence where he wins most of his matchups on just power and the club move. And then Rousseau just boom, bends around the line. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Fun. fun to think about. Dallas has a lot of avenues they could take. I mean, like like I said, like we've talked about this on two point with some teams. Like, 
they're a team where, like, if you just draft, like, BPA, like, it's not a bad pick. Unless you take a running back receiver or if you sign Dak the quarterback. Right. Okay. Well, knock that out of the park. Well done, sir. But real quick, Mac Jones just seems like a Jerry Jones guy, doesn't he? Not because of the last name, but it just feels right to me. I don't know what it is. Hmm. I might have a. I, I might be onto something. Even though Mac Jones is going to go in the first round, you Mac, heard it here first. Mac Jones is more Tony Romo esque. I feel like Mac Jones could carve up the NFL in the pocket. Yeah, I think so too. You gave him time with those receivers, man. And with that offense, Amari Cooper, one of the best route runners. C.D. Lamb, one of the best route runners. Michael Gove, one of the better 50-50 guys in the league. Yeah. Mac Jones could eat. Yeah. And then you add Kyle Pitts into that, yeah. just a freak. And then you guys. Defense, and then part of sucks. The, one of the better safety blankets in the league, Zeke, run a quick out. We, we, we started with their defense is bad. And yeah, right. Got, I'm like, we're like, give them all the offense. <laughs> right. I'm like, don't you dare draft offense. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> the only way they're going to win is if they just keep outscoring everybody. So much fun. It is. It's a lot of fun. This is why the draft is fun. I agree. Uh, I don't have anything else to say about Dallas. It's a tough It's a tough road for them right now, what they're going to do with the cap, what they're going to do with Dak because of the cap. And then uh, are, uh, just how are they going to maneuver this draft if they can't? keep a guy like Dak Prescott because like we've just said you can't replace that not not day one the only way you could is maybe if you had Trevor Lawrence or Zach Wilson is Justin Fields is Justin Fields and Dak Prescott kind of comparable not not super athletic guys but plenty athletic say that again who Dak Prescott coming out of um, Mississippi State, and then mm-hmm. Justin Fields coming out of Ohio State. Are they kind of similar players? They are. F- Fields moves better. Fields is a bit thicker. Dak's pretty thick, too. I don't know. Fields is built a little more. Hold on. Let me see. How big is Dak, do you think? Like, like what? what like... <sighs> 6'3", 220, 230. Dak Prescott. 6'2", 230. Okay, so yeah. They're very similar body styles. Yeah, and I think they play similarly. They're not super fast, but they're plenty athletic. Right. You know, just the scramble. Big time. Play. I mean, nah, Dak does have a sneaky good arm. Dak's yeah. got sneaky arm talent. And Justin Fields, knows, we know he's got a real Great arm talent. Both tough. Um, I think I like that. You're right. You are right. I've They're never similar. even thought about it. You know me. I don't like doing player comps. Player comps are hard, dude. Yeah. I mean, and you can't really do player comps unless there's a combine. You know <laughs> what I mean? And it's a, isn't it this never-ending, like, a player comp feeds a player comp? So, like, this year we just said, oh, Justin Fields is Dak Prescott. And then – Next or like year or a year, we're going to compare someone to Justin Fields. And then it's like, okay, well, I thought Justin right. Fields was like Dak Prescott. And I thought Dak like, Prescott was like. It's like telling someone, do a player comp for, for Trevor Lawrence right now. 
you can't. What? Andrew Luck, I guess, would be the best one. It's not I a think bit, I saw though. one. I, I, I think, I think uh, Draft Network did one for Zach Wilson. It was Tony Romo, and it's like Tony no, Romo can't move no. like Zach Wilson can. No. But I guess in terms of measurables, sure. Yeah, they're yeah they're similar. Yeah. See, comps are dumb. It's hard. It's tough. Yeah. Nah, we won't do them too much. We'll we'll still do them, but you know, we know that they're not that they're not worthwhile. Um. All right, let's wrap this thing up by going through um, our player rankings, and then we're going to try and, and tier-base them, and we'll go position by position. I have our rankings up in front of me. I would so like I, to make an announcement live on the pod. Yeah? I am adjusting my running back rankings. All right, that'll be the second one we get to. We'll okay. go um, position by position, you first, then me. So here we go. Uh, I'm gonna say the name. What are we starting with? What position? We'll start at we'll start at one. What we'll, what, what 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 position? Oh, I'm sorry, offensive tackle. Okay. So we will start with your number one tackle, Penne Sewell. Correct. He is what tier? Uh, one. Okay. So tier one. Gotta pull this up because I sent this to you. How did I want to frame this? So tier one, two. So how eight. about this? Yeah. You keep reading down names, and I'll tell you when to stop for that tier. Okay, that's good too. I like so that. We'll start with Penn High School at one. Yep. So I'll give one, you a hint. one is one more name. <laughs> one is a sure thing. All right. Two would be should be a good player, but not a sure thing. All right. So okay. they can still be like a a first round player, but mm, I don't feel as confident about them. Uh, tier three will be, will take time, but going to be a quality player. And then tier four is, you know, needs a lot of work. Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. Penny Sewell, Rashawn Slater. Stop. Okay. That's tier one. So we have two players in Ryan's tier one for tackles. His sheer things. All right. Uh, Samuel Cosme, Christian Derrissaw. Jalen Mayfield, Alex Leatherwood. Stop. Okay. Tier two is See, finished. This is such a deep offensive tackle class. I think you're getting just pure talent up until mid second, mid second, late second round. Yep. Yep. Uh, Liam Eichenberg, Tevin Jenkins. Halt. Okay. I like this a lot. I like the way we're doing this because. When we get to Tevin Jenkins here, that is the last player that I feel comfortable with drafting right. with the idea that I can put him into a starting lineup tomorrow. Plug and play. He's not going to be a superstar, but hey, give him some time, coach him up a little bit. Right. And he'll be a good player. Right. Perfect. Love it, Ryan. And, All right. And then I put Raddins and Spencer Brown in the next two. Sure. Which are guys that have shown enough that you think that give him some time. Maybe let them sit for a year behind some guys, and yeah, perfect. They won't kill you. Cool. All right, do you want me to read off yours? Yes. Okay. At number one, Panay Sewell, following Christian Derisaw. Yeah, that's top. Okay. Tier one, Panay Sewell and Christian Derisaw. Yep. Okay. Tier two, Rashawn Slater, Dylan Raddins, Jalen Mayfield, 
who is that? I've never heard of him. <laughs> Jackson Carmen. Jackson Car. Who is that? I'm not kidding. Who is that? He's the uh, offensive tackle from Georgia. Okay. All right, Jackson Carmen. Liam Eikenberg. Stop. No, no, no. Go one more. Cost me. Damn, I never really looked at this like that close. I just see Panisula, Darisaw, and Slater. I'm like, okay, on to the next. Wow, you have a big shakeup. Look at Tevin Jenkins down there at 10. Yeah, well, and, and it'll make sense when we finish up the tier rankings here. Okay. So then the last two are? Leatherwood, Alex Leatherwood, and Tevin Jenkins. Stop. I don't have a tier four in my top 10. That's fair. It's it, Dude, it, 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 it's a strong class. It really is. Yeah. That's that's when I that's when I kind of came up with a tier. I we did Ryan's rankings first. I always had my rankings, but I didn't have the graphic up yet. And when I actually put them out in front of me, I was like, "Damn, dude, th- this is a talented class." So maybe there aren't guys that you're gonna have to be like, "Oh no, I don't know." <laughs> I don't know no, right, gonna pan out. So yeah, and it, honestly, I I took a swing. I read a couple of guys. Um, talking about Jackson Carmen and I was like, all right, I trust you guys. So, um, but Respect. I will say on the podcast right now is our good friend, Max Owens, who will be joining us next week. Spoiler alert. Uh, hooked me up with a guy to follow for some cutups of all 22. So I got some film to check out. Boom. Can't wait. Shout out Max Owens. Big Ma- fan of Max. Yep. Max and the man. All right. Uh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's let's pay him some respect. What's his Twitter? We got to shout out Max. I think it's like Max the Ultimate or something like that. Let me see. Yes, at Max underscore the Ultimate on Twitter. Max is our guy. Went to high school with Matt. Big fan of Max. He knows his stuff. Listen does, to him. He does know his stuff. Writes for Buffalo Rumblings and um, the Big Red, right? Big Red or something like that for yeah, Louisville. That's Louisville's. Um, yes. Yep. Is the collegiate newspaper? I have to ask him again. Yes. Max knows his stuff. Um, Ryan's. Oh, well, you want to do interior? That's probably smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we can. Let's do that. This, this should be short and sweet. <laughs> All right. Number one, Elijah Vera Tucker. Stop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. Dude, stud. Uh, position flexibility. Um, we, he he could play tackle guard. I mean, teams love that. Um, I think I have him penciled into the Bears. I've had him penciled into the Bears for a couple months now. Um, Elijah Bear Tucker, the only first round interior guy for me. Wyatt Davis. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll get there, Ryan. Chill out. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, number two, Wyatt Davis. Number three, Creed Humphrey. Halt. Okay. Yep, that makes sense. Yep. Um. Why Davis, um, unbelievable career at Ohio State. He got hurt as of late in the – was it the – not the championship game. Game before that, did he get hurt? No, it was the championship game. Yeah. Um, mauler, dude. Just, dude is just a straight mauler. He's vicious in the run game. Um, for a while, like, you and I would be talking off like off camera, whatever, like, dude, Wyatt Davis for the Bills would be great. Yeah. Like, vicious run blocker. Love Wyatt Davis. Creed Humphrey, another guy who probably would have been a first-round pick last year um, out of Oklahoma. Just great prowess out of Oklahoma. Um, big talent he's been playing. So, 
those are just uh, some solid names. Solid names for me. Landon Dickerson. Trey Smith. Yep. Deontay Brown. Josh Myers. Ben Cleveland. David Moore. Trey Hill. Are you there? Yeah. Could you hear me at all? No. Oh, I think I lost you for a second there. Um, you know, Landon Dickerson, mm -hmm. Trey Smith. Stop. Okay. Trey Smith from Tennessee. Tennessee. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of this um, interior class, I should say. Yes. I feel like the like Wyatt Davis and Elijah Vera talk are the sure thing. Like I don't even know if I have a tier two, except for Creed Humphrey. I really don't. Yeah, I don't want to tip my hand before I do mine, but so how about this? Let's do Elijah Vera Tucker, Wyatt Davis, tier one, Creed Humphrey, tier two, and then the rest, I'll put it like tier four. Oh so I'm not I'm not I'm not sure. I'm really not. I agree. No, I agree. I wasn't sure which one we which one I was thinking I should cut out too. I mean, Trey Smith is like he has all the measurements you want to see. Deontay Brown measured really great at the Senior Bowl, but like I'm not I, I'm really not too sure, so. He, yeah. Trey Smith's got great tape out there and he's yeah. got some bad Brutal. tape out there. Brutal, yeah. He's like uh Who's the guy that I had last year that I was like, if you take him in the top 10 or the first round, and then he went to Houston. What was his name? Man. Oh, um, from South Alabama or whatever it was. Um, not Andre Dillard, the other one. I know who you're talking about. Damn, dude, I can't think about it. Hold on, let me find it. It's in my Entering the messes. It's in my notes somewhere. Jackson Carmen went to Clemson. Titus Howard, you're talking about. Yes, Titus Howard. Yep. And Jackson, yeah, Jackson Carmen went to Clemson. I think I may have done a little too much belief in, oh, yeah, Clemson tackles and guards suck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. My interior. Let's get into it. Give me a second. Boom. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. Elijah Vera Talker. Stop. Okay. Tier one. No shock here. Elijah Vera Talker. Yep. Tier two. Wyatt Davis. Creed Humphrey. Stop. Okay. And let's move on to tier three. Josh Myers. Landon Dickerson. Stop. Okay. And then tier four? All of them. <laughs> okay. Trey Smith, Aaron Banks, Ben Cleveland, David Moore, and Tommy Kramer. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, dude. Um, super consistent with me. Like, just top heavy. Very top heavy. Very, very top heavy. What do you want to do next? Running backs? We can do running backs. Okay. You, you have, breaking news. Breaking news. 
Javonta Williams jumps Michael Carter in my rankings. Okay. Fair enough. Not, not much breaking news. That's it. Okay. Number one, Najee Harris. Number two, Travis Etienne. Number three, Javante Williams. Halt. Stop right there. That's my tier one. So, so I guess for, 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 for my running back tiers, I'm going to rank who can break the game immediately. So Najee Harris, as we know, is almost everybody's RB1 with the size, ability, speed, everything. Travis Etienne with the home running ability, speed, agility. And then Javante Williams just a little bit, like almost like a mix of both for me. Like a little bit of Najee, a little bit of Travis Etienne. I like Javante Williams a lot. His um, hands are nasty. Dude, he's he, – I'm seeing a lot of mocks of him moving to the Steelers, dude. Like that would be a great fit. But yeah, for me, Javante Williams is just like the best of both worlds. Great on the ground, great in the great through the air. So that's why I have him above Michael Carter now. Respect it. Uh, so then Michael Carter comes in at four. Stop. Wow, all by himself at three. Yep. At, at two, no, two, at yeah. two. At two. Yep. Okay. Uh, then you would have Demetric Felton, Trey Sermon, Jared Patterson. Chuba Hubbard. Stop. Okay. You love Chuba I don't know. I, I, I just like those guys upside. Mm-hmm. Just straight upside there. I mean, Kenneth Gainwell is close. He got hurt. His tape is great from before he got hurt. But no tape this year for me, so. Yep. So then Kenneth Gainwell and, and Keelan Kyle Hill. Hill. Yep. Yep. Which – Underrated running back class. Very underrated. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be some steals day two and definitely day three. Oh, yeah. Big time. So we'll move to your running backs. All right. Najee, ETN. Stop. Okay. That seems about right. They're the only ones I feel comfortable with. Right. Okay. Michael Carter, Javante Williams, Kenneth Gainwell. Stop. Okay. This then next gonna... this next guy is a new guy on my list. Not Jamar Jefferson. New... Oh, yeah. Okay. Go Beavers. Okay. Khalil Herbert. Kylan Hill. JP twenty six. Trey Sermon. They're all tier three for me. Tier three. Okay. Yeah. I struggled with any tier four in the top ten because I, once we got past Kenneth Gainwell and you really got out of the realm of guys that I know one can catch, two can make plays on their own and win the one-on-ones every time, you started getting into guys like you maybe didn't see it enough or they were lower class competition, things like that. They all had little bit of factors that was like, just give me enough pause. I'm like, okay, well, they're not, you know, going to be really good players, but just not a sure thing. They're definitely like draft them in the idea that they don't have to be a starter this year. I have a question for sure. you. Yeah. Is Jamie Hawkins 11? <laughs> How do you know that I love him so much? Because I just know that you're a big Hawkins. Jamie Hawkins is the Anthony McFarland for me this year. Home yes. run. Boom. Yes, yes. Cool. Okay. Shout, sh- 
Shout out Max. Yeah. Let's do tight end real quick because that, that, that should go quick. Sure. The the only one that we only did five for. Right. All right. <clears throat> no shock here. Kyle Pitts. Stop. Yep. <laughs> is is there a tier above tier one? Because Kyle Pitts is in that. Uh tier zero point zero. Yes, is Kyle Pitts. For the aliens. Can't miss. Yep, can't miss. Uh Pat Fryermouth. Brevin Jordan. Stop. Yep. yep. That's tier two. Skip tier three, skip tier four, go to tier five. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let let okay. We'll give Tommy Trimble some respect and Hunter Long. We'll, we'll we'll skip tier three. We'll put them in tier four. Yes. Draft him with the idea of you better hope that you have another tight end on your roster. Are you the same? I think ours were exactly the same. Just the same. You have Trimble over Long. Yeah. Oh, I do too. I do too. Okay. We're good. So want to just do the same then? Yes. Yeah, I have them. I have the exact same way. Um, the only Hunter Long is interesting to me. I okay. think he's he's the one that has the most sneaky upside that give him enough time he could grow into something. And maybe he'll end up being as good as Pat Fryermouth is or supposed to be, you know what I mean? They're kind of right. similar players. You don't compare anyone to Kyle Pitts, and I don't like trying to compare anyone to Brevin Jordan either because he's many Kyle Pitts in a way because he – when healthy and playing for Miami, I mean, there's plenty of times where he took over games. The thing is, though, with like Brevin Jordan, he's David and Joku. Oh, like, yeah. I think Miami's all the same. Like, uh, I didn't want you to say that. Guys. I, was I, know, I don't want to like... say it either. Dude, and Joku had so much upside coming out. Yeah. Just as a receiving threat. I think he still does, dude. He does. I mean, look at the mouth of defeat in Cleveland, dude. And Joku, I, I like Njoku. I always have. I agree. Okay. Do you want to do receiver? Probably do receivers next. Yep. Oh, this oh, this would be tough. This would be hard. We'll we'll save the quarterbacks for the end. All right. Jamar Chase. Devontae Smith. Jalen Waddle. Rashad Bateman. Stop. Interesting you kept Rashad Bateman in here. I dude it, <laughs> before we started, I was like, do I keep Bateman in there? I have to, dude. I have to do Bateman is Bateman is how do you even describe it? He's fun. It's, it's just like, ridiculous route runner, sure handed. Um, doesn't have the speed like Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddle and those other guys have, but I'm just almost positive that Rashad Bateman's going to be a sure thing. I think he's going to be like the Justin Jefferson. Making his pater on those 15 yard routes crushing those teams in the in the, in the intermediate game. That's just how I see Rashad Bateman coming yeah. into this year. <laughs> Completely team dependent. It has to be on the right yes. team, though. Thank you. Yeah, that was thinking. I'm like, man, really? I hate for him to land in a bad situation. Right. Because he just may not have a chance to show up. But no, like, I, I can – like, can you not see that, though? Like, like a Justin – like, maybe not as good as a Justin Jefferson season, but very similar play styles. Yeah, I don't think Bateman will have the burners that Jefferson can have, but okay, we'll find out. That's you know, pro, um, pro days are going on, like we said, and eventually we'll get into some kind of combine, so we'll right. get a forty time on them. All right, uh, Terrace Marshall, Kadarius Tony, stop. Yes, I agree. Yeah. 
Uh, do you see yourself at any point moving Kadarius Tony up? Is there anything I want he can to do? So bad. Yeah, I want to just because like the Tyree kill, like aspect of it. But Terrace Marshall is so safe to me that I just don't want to. Okay. Like Terrace Marshall has been doing this even with Jamar Chase on the team. I don't know. Terrace no, Marshall just seems way too safe. Yeah, he's a sneaky favorite of mine. Uh, Nico Collins. Rondale Moore. Stop. Okay. And then I finished out with Eskridge and Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. At four. I mean, uh, if Eskridge had the combine, he'd probably move up because he had that sneaky, really, really good senior bowl, let him run at the combine, and he'd probably probably, probably jump up a spot or two maybe. But then again, Rondale Moore is another guy like that. Rondale Moore could easily jump up. Above Nico Collins. Nico Collins just has that size. I don't know. I'm just infatuated with big receivers. But you saw Nico Collins firsthand. How do you feel? I didn't see enough him. He had such bad quarterback play. Right. And he didn't. He didn't, He was hurt, and he didn't play like a ton of time. Enough to put him in your top ten because you can't teach size like that. No, you can't. And he's right. got good speed for his size. Right. So, so that, that's a good segue. We'll move over to your receiver tiers. Are you ready? I am ready. Jamar Chase. Stop. Immediately. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Immediately. I need separation. No no one right now is Jamar Chase. Minus the size, very Julio-esque. Yeah. Um, Devonta Smith. Jalen Waddell. Kadarius Tony. Rashad Bateman. Stop. Okay. It's a great two. It's a great tier two. I agree. If 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 Jamar Chase isn't in this draft, then you know those other guys bump up to tier one for this draft. Mm-hmm. But Jamar Chase just has everything. Mm-hmm. He really does. Yep. And then we'll move to Terrace Marshall Jr., Rondell Moore, Amon Ra St. Brown. Stop. Okay. I'm big on Amon Ra. Monroe's fun. Yeah. Fun name. Yeah. Right there, right, immediately right there. For, fun name. Just yeah. sticks out. And then we'll round it out with Nico Collins and Dwayne Eskridge. Yeah. I hope they uh, go Western places Michigan. where where they can grow. Mm-hmm. I hope they go to a good offense that you know, with good wide receiver coaches that can coach these guys up because they each have something, like you said, you can't teach. Dwayne Eskridge just has just – breakaway you know what i mean he just knows how to get open he just has that yeah. feel and right. nico collins has that 50 50 play ball in the air that you start you can't really teach that all right yeah i think we're in a very similar quarterback rankings which is why i'm glad we left it for last yeah all right ready yep trevor lawrence stop paul red andrew luck Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. Stop. Yep, makes sense. Then, so Mac, Zach Wilson and Justin Fields were moving into the mobile, big arm, upside quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, time to get a little boring. Mac okay. Jones, Trey Lance, Kyle Trask. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. And then round it out with. Whoever you want. 
Is there no tier three for you? Yeah, tier three is Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Kyle Trask. Oh, okay, then that's all tier four. Yeah, yep, yeah. and then tier four would be Kellen Mond, Jamie Newman, Brady White, KJ Costello. KJ Costello is one of my favorite sleepers, though. He uh, KJ Costello is my Nate Peterman for you. Remember <laughs> how you had, like that? That that's my this year's like yeah. sleeper like crush. You get to day three. You have a couple extra fifth round picks. Use it on KJ Costello. Throw one at KJ, dude. Yeah, dude was a stud at Stanford. And transferred, it's fine. I like KJ. I'm I'm with you, dude. I like that. It makes a lot of sense. Okay, and then we'll go to yours here. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. All right, Trevor Lawrence. Stop. Stop. Yep. Okay. Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. Stop. Stop. Okay. Mac, Trey, Kyle. Oh, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Kyle Trask, Kellen Mond. No, it's got to stop after Trask. I was, okay. I was okay. thinking. I was thinking okay. about Kellen Mond. I was Mond. like, "Damn, Texas A&M represent." <laughs> All right, and then we'll finish it with Kellen Mond, maybe Kellen Mond, Brady White, Newman, and Shane Buchel. Shane Buchel, go Fun. Mustangs! Yes, <laughs> hook 'em horns used to be. No, honestly, when I got to the tenth one, I was just like. Who 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 do I like? insert name here? Yeah, who who's a who's a guy that clearly is never going to really be an NFL player, but is is fun to put on this list. Oh yeah, yeah. Shane Bichel, that dude balled out at times. Yeah, he's fun. Yeah. All right, that was fun. That's it. So Ryan, we have some homework this week. Do we? Yeah, we got to come up with our next set of rankings. We got to come up with defensive rankings. Ooh. Yeah. I could do that. So we'll work on that. Uh, go to our Facebook page and go back through the posts and find our quarterback rankings and all the other positions that we just went through. And uh, I will go through and I will set tiers. Uh, I'm going to create some nice little triangle p- pyramid-like uh, graphs to put these quarterbacks in and all these other players in. I think that'd be a good way to show off where we judge these guys. And um, yeah, we, we, we are, we're gathering the data. We're listening, we're reading, we're, we're diving deep into this NFL draft process here. I'm processing the process and uh, we're, we're about to hit the home stretch. Oh yeah. You know, once, once we get into March, it's eyes on the prize. It's free agency. You start figuring out real team needs for the NFL draft. And, yeah, we can start nailing down some picks here other than Elijah Vera Tucker to the Bears. Yeah, right. <laughs> and Trevor Lawrence. Right. Other than that, you don't, you don't know anything. So, uh, Ryan. If y'all are looking forward to that, yeah, rate, review, subscribe, share the pod. Um, fun things to come. We're just getting started, dude. It's draft season, peak draft season, getting well, – would you consider this peak? Like, what is peak draft season? Like, combine time is peak draft season, you would say? It typically is. End of February is when, like, everyone's everyone's getting the tingles. Everyone's the rumors are, yeah. are coming. As of this recording, Carson Wentz just got traded. Right. Dude, it's, it, it's peak draft season. It's rumor season. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're just getting started. We're excited to, to um, get it going. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of fun to be had. So thanks for listening. Thanks for joining in. Uh, Continue to participate and share the 
uh, you know, podcast to anyone that you have out there that's a football fan. And um, we will be back next week. Uh, this week we had a later episode. You're going to get this. This is Friday. Happy Friday. Uh, enjoy your weekends. And then uh, I think we'll probably try and be back earlier in the week for you. We're going to keep yeah. you on your toes. You just got to deal with that processors. We're, we're going to, we're not, we're not a everyday dropping on this day kind of thing. We're, we're going to keep you guessing. We're not perfect. So don't patronize us. Yeah. Not everyone can be the Trevor Lawrence of podcasts. That's true. Facts. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else to add to that. Keep on processing that process. That's what I say. <laughs> Later everybody. Do you trust the process? Do you respect the process? This is... Generic American Sports Podcast Center. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Generic American Sports Host Podcast Thing. Today, in sporting news, some things happened that were some stuff and some other things. Some statistical values to back up those things are this. As you can see... The thing I just said, statistically, did happen. Yo, wait a minute. I feel like I could listen to this show anywhere and be just as bored. Why am I listening to this stuff? You want a better sports experience from your podcast? Head over to Hats, Tats, and Stats on the BICBP radio network. Not generic, not boring, and a little out there sometimes. Tune in. To Hats, Tats, and Stats on the BICBP Radio Network.